that question really can't be answered that way. That you can't, I can't answer that question, do I like living in the streets? Um, is it a sense of nature that has been in my soul for, all? yeah? I mean, is it uncomfortable? Yes, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. This week's Our Town Reno podcast from the streets of Reno is with the Greek, 57, a former bartender who dreams of other lives. Our reporters for this episode are Jordan Blevins and Prince Nesta. How long have you been living in the streets? I lived in the streets. See, I've been living in the streets for about, uh, I'm going to say a good strong 28 years. Yeah. Um, is that in the streets of Reno or where else That's, have you lived? I li- I've slept on this bench. Okay. Uh, Vegas. I watched Las Vegas grow and I used to sleep at the end of the bus stop. In fact, I just got out of a park in Las Vegas for the last three months living in a big park. It was the greatest thing. It was a little, it didn't even get lonely. It did feel like a little bit lonely, but it didn't get lonely. There was, it was too great of a place. Yeah, they used to train thoroughbred horses, horses there. Yeah. What's your name and how old are you again? I, I don't, if I don't have to say my name, I okay. don't want to say okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but how old are you though? Yeah, I'm 57. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, how did you find yourself in the streets of Reno though? Oh, oh, in Reno? I came down, uh, I came down, I'm an alcoholic and I came down from uh, Lake Tahoe and I went into a treatment center here and it's, uh, it used to be called the Keystone Program. It's no longer there. It was on the third, fourth floor, I don't know. Nice place. You know, it did want, miracles. The place was great. And that's how I got here. Uh, wow, when uh, was that? Uh, uh, 91. But I've been living at the lake since 1984. Oh. So I've been, I've been up in the mountains. I, in fact, here's the thing. I don't, why am I sometimes, and you don't have to record, I just don't know what the magnet is because I came from Los Angeles to the lake. You were born in Los Angeles? Yeah, 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 yeah. I came from Los Angeles to the lake. So I don't understand why the hell, what I'm doing, why am I here? Why am I here in Reno? And I've left this area before and it grabbed me back. Uh, yeah. uh, um, all right, so uh, those are harsh living conditions, right? I mean, you're at the lake, you've been homeless since 1991. I mean, you've gone through a lot. Yeah, was... yeah, can you imagine, see how strong I still am? You can see the strength in me. And I am a survivor, and I don't drive a car, and I barely take the bus, and I walk. But I'm starting to get older, my feet are kind of hurting a little bit now. So I have to walk, see, I have to pay attention to how many miles I'm walking, because it gets too much. But, but one thing I wanted to say in my life is I want to move into a warmer climate where I got a big lake and I like boating. So I need to I need to learn about marine craft. I, that's where the call. I used to sell bottled water in Las Vegas. I used to do that. I like doing it. That this was my favorite thing to do. Sell bottled water. But 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 I have another calling. I want to get into the boat industry. I don't want to start being in the lake on a boat. That's what I want to start doing. And I want to live in hot weather too. I like warm weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my life it may change, but the thing of it is, and I'm going to say one thing: 
If I have support in my life, can you imagine how much more I would grow? What kind of support do you need in your life? I need, I need some human support too, and and adjust. I need to adjust myself too, but I need some also human support. No, no money. It's not a money thing. Just, just to make me grow. Just to make me grow. What do you mean human support? Expound that a little uh, bit. Ah, just, just positivity. Just, uh, you know, more like a. You, you, we don't like what you're saying, but we we do like some things, but we don't like other. So I have to listen. And that's how I grow. Uh, have you been to the shelters? Yeah, I've been to the shelter. Yeah, I've lived there a long time, many years. You and like it, it there? Uh, there's. I mean, I again uh, like it there. I mean, is it something that's a, a gift and a blessing? Yeah, yeah. Do I like it there? I've been happier outside sometimes than inside that shelter. Sometimes they, they fight over there and just deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they line. throw bottles and you know. So and, we just try to find somewhere here. You know, they yeah, go to the bathroom safe. on the streets and it's not good over there. I don't like that kind of life, man. All right. All right. Uh, All right. What, what experiences have you had in the shelter that you've been in that was made it so like a bad experience? Well, first of all, out of all the shelters that I've ever lived in my life, I think Reno really has an outstanding shelter. I'm, I think shelters are a blessing and gift anyways, no matter where it is, but Reno has a very good shelter. How is that? Because they have an ordinance, they have direction, they have rules, and people seem like, uh, 150 people seem like they're, they do pretty good. Yeah. They got it. That, that is the best facility, probably almost on the west coast that right there now i'm not going to say anything different from los angeles or san francisco but that is a great shelter yeah it's very clean good place but the thing of it is the psychology about homelessness if you stay homeless for many 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 years and you experience this kind of homeless shelters and this and that my theory was Am I starting to get hypnotized and can I break the cycle? And that's why I needed more people to talk to me a little bit more positive, see how much more I can grow besides living in the shelter. Yeah. So what, yeah. what, what bad experiences did you have at the shelter? You said you didn't. Uh, well, well, no, it's the drama. Oh. It's the human nature, the drama. That's you when, you, drama? when you see that over and over and understand you're in a homeless shelter because of what reason? It's the same reason over and over and over and over again. <laughs> you know, and it gets it gets psychologically a little bit. It's disturbing because I've never understood. I I understood a couple of good things in my life, but I never really got a chance. I I, I was hurting myself because of the alcohol. You were hurt because of the alcohol. alcohol. Tell me, I've, I've tell me, expound to me about. Well, the bio. thing of it is, is um. I'm getting to the point in my life where I'm like getting rid of the alcohol now. And I want to see what happens. I want to see and I want to be with people because I have some interest in my life. I have some interest. And, and, and each day, each week that goes by, I get more interest in my life. And so it's very cool in my own human being. Like I told you, I like, I like boating, fishing, I like water skiing. I like the ocean. See, now that's another thing. Because if I think of these two things, the lake and the ocean, maybe someday I'll make a lot of money. <laughs> just, I just have, I can have a little sense of humor, can I? 
Do you have children? No, no wife. married, no married, no children, no, no pets, no, nothing. Whoa. I got a raccoon. There's a couple of raccoons. You're from a broken family. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I, I hurt myself, but I feel like I was dumped. I hurt myself. See, you got to try to understand that. That's hard one to understand. I, take, I, I take. hurt myself, but I was dumped at 22 years old, and they're gonna like see you later. Who dumped you? I mean, take, um, take me through that process. Well, no, take well, me through that journey. Well, okay, I can't. I have a okay. It was more like um, when I was young. When I was young, I drank a lot and liked to go dancing and listen to music, and then that was my. But my as I came home. Year after year at my mom's house, she finally got mad and just said, hey, we're going to call the police on you and we're going to just throw your stuff in a suitcase. And I was only 22 years old. I didn't know he's, I'm not from the city. I'm from suburban land, not from Los Angeles. I'm out. Uh, so, so I can't tell you that I could be dumped. But I kind of felt like, hey, well, you know, if you love your child or your children, you're gonna go to bat with them every second of the every second of the way, and I never stole nothing from. Well, maybe some loose change once in a while on the counter, but I never stole the car. I never burned down the house. You know, never hurt nobody. Have you seen your parents ever since? I wanted to go see him. I was gonna take off the Monday, but I gambled my money. So. Have you forgiven got... them for throwing you out? I don't think that it's really a great idea to say I'm going to blame anybody. I don't blame them. I mean, you know, but I have in my, my life what I did. Why, I, I, why should I blame anybody? I mean, you know. I mean, we can always talk, right? I don't have to blame you. We can just always talk. Yeah. So you hold no grudge against them? Um, that's a good question, too. You know, hey, um... You know, um, if I if I did, then I wouldn't be able to grow. Simple as that. I wouldn't be able to go on with my life if I held that grudge. So they say forgive, just forgive. You know, that that, that it almost makes me cry a little bit. But just forgive, just forgive. All these years, you never went back home. I mean, it's I've been, been like thirty-five years. I've been back home, but see, the thing of it is family lives in a rich area the buses aren't efficient like they're late buses all over the place it's too expensive how am I gonna how am I gonna walk into a pot of gold if I can't afford it I mean you know how am I gonna go into a Beverly Hills and walk around looking like I'm normal you know so still I can't afford it so that's what keeps me out here but the good thing is I'm starting to grow again this is a great thing in my life right now. I got I, I got a little depressed. I, I suffer a little bit of hypertension. I was good in sports, great in sports. and then, But the hypertension is not good for my heart, man, because I, I can get flying, man. Is, yeah. Do you suffer from any other addictions? Like alcohol, I'm alcohol. I'm an alcoholic. Uh, the, 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 the marijuana seems to be better than the alcohol. The alcohol is killing me. That, that, so I'm, I'm starting to turn the corner right now. You know, so I'm feeling good today. I, I was a little depressed this morning, but now I'm back up again, man. Yeah, but I'm only, just think if I was three times as high, let's see what would really go, you know? Are you pretty uh, high right now? Or? Uh, well, I guess it doesn't matter, you know. I've taken a couple of hits of weed. What it was, uh, I talked to him earlier, right? So he was, he was drunk. 
had an occult thing. And somebody gave him some, some herb and made him feel a little, a little more more happier. Yeah. So herb is more better than chemical drugs or yeah. alcohol or gambling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that marijuana brings out creativity in me, but I douse it with the alcohol, and I got to get rid of that alcohol. So that's, how long have you been without alcohol? Uh, it's just about a day. Uh, about a day. So it just whatever it takes to sober up off the alcohol, you know. I'm a, it, have you have you tried looking for help, you know, to overcome the alcohol problem? Uh, no, no, no. I want to just go live. I just want to get rid of. I know what I need to get, get, take care of right now, and maybe help somebody else out with a, a, a being an alcoholic. But I just want to go live. I want to. I, I'm getting old. I want to go live a little more. Yeah, and I want to get some people around me that are yeah strong too, man. Well, talking about that, then, what next for you? Any ambitions right well, now? Well, I'm. I was a bartender for many all my life. I always poured liquor all my life. My dad did it. I did it. My mom was a singer. We all same thing. But I'm going to try to get away from it and get into the boating industry. Yeah. I want to get into fishing boats. I want to get into water ski boats. Yeah. So my question is to you, is it possible if I do the right things that a person like me can get into something like that? Yeah, absolutely. No, no. I mean, yes or no. That's what I... You would be telling me the truth. If you answered the question, say yes or no. Yes. Okay, that's, good. That's, that's the dream. That's what he wants to do. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm changing. Mm. I'm changing. I can't snow ski anymore. I don't have an eye. I, I don't. My, What's wrong with your eye? I have to go get surgery. I don't. I, I just have to go get some. I think it's cataracts or some sort of something in there. I can't see you out of this one. Oh, okay. And um, I almost died last winter here in Reno. Why? I I blew too much alcohol. And I passed out. It was like 25 degrees. And some people found me on the ground. I wasn't breathing. I saw last time he was, he was shaking. It was cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting to me. And so I just need to take some advice. I got the Bible over here. We've been reading a little bit about the Bible. And then, and then, and then I'm starting to turn. I feel good about myself, but I'm not sober yet. I can't say that I'm sober yet. But I'm starting to turn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um... There's a, a homeless issue right here in Reno where the big companies are moving in and, you know, uh, some people are becoming homeless. What's your opinion on this? Well, the thing of it is, is that when Reno, Reno was never fully developed as a major metropolitan city, okay? So the stock market crashed or the country ran out of money and everybody started selling off their houses. They didn't build hardly nothing here in Reno. Guess look what happened. What do you got? 20,000 workers out here? And where, where, where am I going to live? I got to have social security to do the fixed income to never lose that apartment because you're either going to get a waiting list or you're not getting nothing at all. So, uh, and it's expensive. Eight, nine thousand dollars a month. Twelve hundred. You want to go up to twelve hundred? <laughs> you know, and I can't afford that. So, I'm trying to develop some creativity in my life. The alcohol always diminished me. But I'm going to try to, I want to develop, and I really appreciate what you guys said to get me out on the lake. And I, I swear, if I, you, if I can get out there, I'll start crying. I will start, because it's new. It's new because all I ever knew how to do was gamble, drink, 
um, uh, corrupt my life. And it just, there's, I was a bartender. I can't go that far and bartend. I'd rather be on the water, man. So that's, finally, after 57 years old, this could be a great thing for me. This is Our Town Reno Audio Street Chronicles. Raw, unfiltered stories and opinions from the streets of Reno. We do live reporting and spoken word. We address issues of homelessness, the affordable housing crisis, the disappearance of public space, and the value of helping each other out. One of our taglines is, as Reno rebrands, what happens to our most vulnerable? Find us, leave comments, and subscribe to the Our Town Reno podcast on iTunes. Find our other media on OurTownReno.com, OurTownReno on Facebook, and Biggest Little Streets on Instagram. Until next time, peace out, and remember, help each other out.